Breaking Young Money. Yeah, um, let's see. I guess we can just start. Should we just start? Let's start. Yeah, fuck let's it. Do let's it. do it. Let's start. Okay. We're back again. Brigham Young Money. It's uh, it's your boys. It's just the the original three. No uh, no Hollywood pedos with us this time. <laughs> no, uh, let's see. No Colin. <laughs> Bro, Mark's going to fucking mail you some anthrax. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um yeah so it's 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 kyle greg and jordan we're here and uh it's it's cooking time young moolah baby yes yes how's uh how how are things going boys how what's what's new what's going on well i I think i told everyone last week that i bought a new bike which was whipping ass yeah and then i so i spent last weekend down in moab um and just whipped an incredible amount of ass we did 50 Actually miles done. in two days i'm still sore jesus okay yeah we did the uh the whole enchilada which is like the big big ride down in moab yes sir and uh it was it was amazing but uh i really beat the shit out of myself <laughs> yeah that's i mean you're you are you are a father so i think this yeah. starts to happen at this point just an incredible amount of ass whipping though yeah, Jordan, what's going on with you, my friend? Oh, not a whole lot. Um, just been uh, yelling at everyone who says they're not going to vote and just like rubbing in, like Chomsky in their face every single time. Because <laughs> even though I've never read Chomsky in my life, I feel like I have an opinion about him because I think he's like the manager for leftism. So That really is the thing, though. It's like Chomsky has been written off for his entire fucking life, but every time he comes around to say to vote for the Democrat, they're... Uh, Everyone's a huge Chomsky guy, apparently. But hey, if we're going to talk about Twitter and beefs and everything, uh, I need to shout out the Twitter gun girls because they got me to run for Dude. union president of the dick sucking factory. <laughs> I I completely like tuned out of the um, sex mutual aid and uh, like sex mutual aid under communism and then the gun girl stuff, the gun battles. I just completely... It's just didn't hit my consciousness. Yeah, there was a while that you just had no. I'm out. That's no. Yeah, no. Yeah, you got to no, just no, tap no, out no, after no, a minute. No, no. But like I said, it's inspiring though. And uh, dick sucking factory. We're going down to 35 hours a week. We're gonna so reopen the factories, everybody. We're gonna reopen <laughs> them all. <laughs> we can't bring back coal suck or, or coal jobs, but we can bring back dick sucking. <laughs> Yes. Um, yeah, there was just a lot of insane discourse. But the reason I wasn't really paying attention, I think that was over the weekend, right? I, uh, I, it was my birthday last Friday. I hey, turned, I turned hey. twenty-eight. So let's go. That sucks. Um, you old bitch. I, you can't, bro. You can't. Sorry. Okay. Okay. You're sorry. Still, I, you're still in you your twenties, bro. I know. I know. I'd, yeah. For now. Um, I was in Estes Park, Colorado for the weekends, went to Rocky yeah. Mountain National Park, just had a delightful um, fall weekend, visited the hotel that The Shining is based on and went through the uh, the hedge maze, you know, you know how it is. 
and uh, completely tuned out of most of the discourse over the weekend, which felt very good. Um, are are but, you telling me you didn't see that like 19 year old woman who like married the 89 year old dementia patient? <laughs> oh my God. I did catch up with, I did catch up on that the other night when I was going to sleep and uh, I read through that entire thread. There's this, there's this 19 year old girl who works in this like retirement facility who married, <clears throat> is he in his late eighties? Is that what you said? He's 89. 89. She married an 89 year old. She's 19. She did and, an Anna Nicole Smith, bro. She, she's but the problem is that she well there are many problems one of which being that he apparently seems to have been in laos during the vietnam war um which is uh interesting um and potentially cia related but she uh all of the people that she's been in group chats with over the last few months outed her and she got married over the weekend and people basically exposed her for I mean, obviously doing this for the inheritance money. Um, but yeah, pretty <laughs> pretty good stuff, I guess. Um, I wonder what's going on with that. I think she got fired, but she's she's still married, I think. Um, I would imagine she's still married, but at the same point too, like there's gotta be some sort of power of attorney that got shifted there if he's in like a memory care ward. That's right. Well, she explicitly stated that like he act, he had been calling her his his dead wife's name. Oh dear God! <laughs> it's really fucking horrible. Oh, but since we've talked last, um, the NBA came to a close, unfortunately, but maybe fortunately, um, the Lakers ended up winning the championship along with communist China and. <laughs> Oh my God! Wait, who tweeted? Was, was that a Rudy Giuliani? Rudy Giuliani tweet? I don't know. It seems like like every conservative was just like, you know, who also <laughs> likes the NBA? China. Oh my God! I need to find that really. Can't Rudy, believe that Rudy. a country with over a billion people like a very popular mainstream sport. It's fucking oh wild. God. He wrote it like a haiku. It was beautiful. Um, <laughs> Oh, wow, that one, Lakers. yes. Wow, the Lakers won the NBA championship. And then he tried to do a like a page break, but he just did like a shit ton of spaces. And then it says, how about a big parade in communist China, Beijing? Shit ton of spaces. That's where it belongs. You know, we're going oh, to so talk good. about Rudy a little bit more when we get to Hunter Biden. Oh, but, uh, you know what, guys? Did you guys... Uh, did the right guys... is getting better at comedy and it is making lefties nervous. Mm-hmm. Speak to that too. Did you guys see that like Rudy Giuliani like upload like a racist video to YouTube yes. on his own channel? Uh, yes, we will get to that. Um, did he upload it with his dead hand? Uh, oh my God. No, He's I think he probably disaster. just had like an assistant do it because I'm fairly certain he does not know how to use technology. <laughs> Every time I see that hand, it just reminds me of the My Germs thing from Scary Movie. Dude, I know. Oh my God. The color of his skin is just horrifying. Um, yeah, so the Lakers won. I guess that's fine. I Woo. Kyle Kuzma got his ring before he gets zooted out of uh, out of L.A. And um, LeBron wins. LeBron's the goat. He really is. There's yes. no debate. I'm sick of. I, I don't. I don't. I don't entertain this discourse anymore. He's very clearly the best player. That's he's like the greatest athlete that's ever lived. So uh, he's right up there. I mean, bar none. He's like, he's, he's such fodder for like concern trolls though. though. It's it's, it's insane because every single one of them has to bring up like, Oh, well, you know, he, uh, 
he, he well he'll stand up for like Hillary Clinton all day, but what will he stand up for these Muslims in in China? Which I've also always cared about this because I wasn't like talking like two months ago about how we should just like glass the entire Middle East. Right. Okay. So this is the thing that like the right is just obsessed with. I mean, they're, they're more, they can be winning the courts. They can win the presidency. They can control the Senate. They can control the house. But as long as culture isn't on their side, they are miserable. And so sports has been a huge issue for conservatives like kind of forever but especially in the last like um decade or so and um seeing just the the black lives matter paint on the court the jersey patches the uh the warm-ups the t-shirts the like moments of silence it's just driving them fucking insane so 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 mad yeah and it's making them so mad and so many of them have just been obsessed with telling the world that they haven't been watching the NBA. So of course, after um, the after the finals took place, so many of those hot takes came out about how like people didn't watch or whatever. Oh, uh, the NBA finals were last night. I didn't know. And like the anytime you go into replies of like, I don't know, like the NBA tweeting out BLM shit. Um, there's people like just talking about the ratings of the NBA being down so much. And like, this is a thing that Trump has like did with the NFL when Colin Kaepernick was kneeling. And of course ratings are down because, well, I mean, there's a myriad of reasons, but one of which being that like uh, a ton of people don't have cable anymore and a ton of people are just watching shit online. So like, um, I mean, obsessing about ratings is so fucking funny that and is a very trump thing to do like complaining about um like the, the arnold schwarzenegger version of like some t- of the apprentice or whatever um how oh. the ratings just got way worse it's just like it's just so fucking stupid and they're just obsessed with the ratings and uh so yeah anytime you get into the comments of uh um a blm post on on twitter from the nba you'll see a bunch of that shit and it's just it's just bullshit it really is amazing to see people who say like they don't care about celebrities or anything like that but at the same point they'll retweet james woods like 20 times a day (laughs) dude (laughs) i know oh my god james woods has such a special brand um but yeah so the sports are still making them just endlessly mad and uh it just is what it is it's funny but like i mean you really see like the way that they obsess with people like lebron in particular um and the two things they use they use the ratings and like jordan said they use the the uyghur muslims in in china and they'll say like um I mean, like, oh, they care about human rights in America, supposedly, but I don't see them like speaking out against uh, the imprisoned Muslims in China. And it's really, again, just trying to like obfuscate um, their actual feelings about things. But it's like, all what about if, yeah, oh, yeah, as if like conservatives care about Muslims at all. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm really sure that every guy who has like the infidel and Arab script uh, sticker on the back of their F-350 is really concerned about these concentration camps. Right. right. The, the people who are like praising the president for bragging about an extrajudicial murder that took place by the U.S. Marshals in, the, in Washington. Oh, yeah. These They're, are all the people who voted for Trump in 2016 yeah. to get the Muslim ban. 
Yeah, like every single person on Twitter that has like talks about this, go search their timeline and just type in Muslim ban and see where it comes up. Hmm. I'm going to guarantee yeah, you're going to find some stuff. Just control F Muslim. Yeah. And uh, it's it's just the same shit over and over with these guys. Um, they don't give a shit about uh, Muslims in China. So, um, but yeah, this is this is where we're at. Um, and this all has been leading up. It things are just so fucking hot right now because obviously we are. What, what's the date today? October fifteenth. We are like three uh, weeks. Three weeks from the election. Wait, Two is plus that change. Right? Who knows? I. Whenever three? November third rolls around, and we can finally just like—it's like three weeks. Yeah, oh my god! Okay, so we're so time. close. Yeah, it's voting time. We've got our ballots in the mail, most likely. Mine showed up yesterday, and I got mine. Yes, and tonight was Vote supposed to be the die. night. Yeah, voter. Okay, can we just talk about something real quick? Is um, so. <laughs> No matter, like, everyone everywhere is just saying, like, vote, 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 vote. It's it's funny. Like, I, I get that. But, like, the underlying implication is that you should be voting for Joe Biden. But, like, no one says that part. Like, if I just go through, like, I don't know how many email from, like, emails from, like, brands I've gotten or, like, on I see on Instagram or whatever that's just, like, telling people to vote. It's like, do we really want Trump people voting? No. We <laughs> like... It's funny that that's just like a hidden part of that. Like it's it's everyone's telling you to people to vote, but like we don't want some people to vote. I don't want Trump people to vote. I'd just, prefer if they didn't. I just look at that and do like the Thor Ragnarok face. The mm, really, yeah. I mean, it's just like it's constant, and it's just like yelling at everyone to vote. And I get it, but because I mean, the more people that do vote, it's gonna skew obviously to Joe Biden. But we just uh, need to create like our own version of Q, where we just tell vote, just tell Republicans that voting's for pedophiles. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that might be where we're headed. Once being on for like lose this election. Um, but yeah, so tonight, actually, so this is Thursday. Um, tonight was supposed to be the second debate between Donald Trump and Joe Biden. But because Donald Trump has had coronavirus um, and was completely disregarding any sort of safety protocols after um, being released from Walter Reed, the debate was supposed to be virtual. But then Donald Trump said he wasn't going to do it. So instead, Joe Biden got a, a town hall with ABC tonight. And then because NBC cannot help but cash in on the fash, they were like, let's do a town hall with Donald Trump at the exact same time, <laughs> because that's something that's good for the American people. It's the greatest ratings of all time. They're going to be huge. It's going to be like the Super Bowl. Gigantic. I, oh, my God. It's so gross. But um, anyway, so uh, earlier this evening, they were both doing town halls. Um, I didn't watch either of them. Um, Greg, I think paid attention for a second and mentioned for like, uh, for like a few minutes. Tell us about what you saw. Well, I'll just preface it with, um, just once in my life, I want to be shot up with whatever cocktail they've been giving Joe Biden for these televised events. Cause he's Dude. on like this straight up limitless pill right now. <laughs> it's so good. He's and so like, it's, it's just genius. wild. Like the night and day difference you see, you know, you see him with all of his gaffes. What was it? Uh, like when he was on the view or, you know, threatening oh to, to beat up construction workers or factory workers and all of that, like, <laughs> 
And then you see him, like the Bernie debate was the perfect example. Like he was on the real good shit that night. And yeah. they have him, I think they just either, you know, they kept a little more in the stash or upped his dose or something because he was firing all on all cylinders tonight. He was he was being affable. He was he was Uncle Joe tonight, man. John Goodman from Flight came in again and just yes. hell yes. just yes. Gave him the- so he's definitely going to be hiding for the next few weeks. Oh, for sure. Until, yeah, he, okay. Yeah, he got are, that cocoa puff and he was. Are they doing go. another debate tour? I don't know. Actually, I don't know but if they're going to do the third debate. I honestly, Joe Biden should not do it. No, he, he, he has like he's got a double digit lead in the polls. He's like Trump's got COVID. There's zero <laughs> reason to be like huffing COVID droplets from like the grossest, fattest man on earth. He honestly should take like that, that Nancy Pelosi thing. And just like, I'm not going to debate the president of the United States because I don't want to legitimize him. Which is still the funniest thing in the world. I don't want to platform the president of the United States. The the Matt Chrisman tweet. Yeah, just bring it to life. He's been a bad boy. We don't want to platform a fascist. Um, (laughs) I still think Trump is going to die before the end of the year. Um, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think he's going to lose and then die, which would be funny. Um, Once again, as long as he makes it post-election, because I got to see that, man. He's got to see himself lose. Oh, yeah. But also just need to remind everyone, especially authority figures listening, that we are not wishing death upon the president. Mm. We want him to live a long and healthy life just to let everyone know, especially authority figures who may be yes. listening. Yes, sorry. Uh, parody, I do not. Well, I I hope he never gets sick ever again. I hope he doesn't. I hope he is out of his pain and misery yes. very Mr. quickly. Mr. Yes. President, I'll give you my kidneys. My lungs, my liver, what do you, whatever that you need. That man is a hero. Okay. The, I mean, okay. So, so I would Joe die Biden's for him. been on drugs, but Trump has also been on severe, like, I don't know what the fuck he's on, but he's, he's done multiple rallies where he said, I feel so good. I'm going to come into the crowd and kiss everyone. He explicitly says, I'll kiss the men. I'll kiss the women. And we have to stand a by king, quite honestly. Oh, so. this dude, yeah, this dude is straight up on the purest <laughs> Coachella MDMA imaginable. Yeah, it's like Rave he's Girl's on like, first. He's night on like out. the early two thousands Lindsay Lohan shit. Dude, it's crazy. Good for him. Yeah, man. the only thing I can really compare yeah. it to is like Julian Edelman at like the Kentucky Derby, just yes, like handing exactly. out hundred dollars. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Oh my man! Like just out here grinding um, his teeth to just a fine powder. In the pat in this last uh, the men's World Cup, there was like a shot of the Argentina box section, and Diego Maradona was up there, like just completely coked out of his mind, like losing his shit. Maradona and coke. I will absolutely never in my life forget seeing Trump at his rally doing like jazzercise moves to the YMCA, <laughs> like doing jazzercise moves to a song about like fucking in the YMCA oh bathroom. Who was he dancing? Like, I can't remember. Um, he was dancing like the slow, like a slow old woman at the back of like oh Richard God. Simmons. No, do you remember, do you remember the SpongeBob episode where he leads like oh, the, yeah. the stadium band and he's doing the marching band moves? Yeah. Just right before he does like final victory. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's that. And he's doing like the, dude, <laughs> Oh my God! Oh so Jesus! <laughs> <He's> 
<laughs> Dude, that video oh. of Trump is so good. Oh, it's my, my God. favorite thing out right now. Oh. It's so funny. It's so fucking funny. Like, um, imagine saying, I feel better than I've ever felt. I know. And you're just like, yeah, doing goddamn prancercizing. Once again, I hate to play the if Obama did it, but can you imagine if Obama won, <laughs> said he'd go into a crowd and kiss all the guys and girls, and then dance jazzercise to YMCA? Dude, like what was conservative say? It's incredible. Trump is such a queen, and he's like, he's up there still. He's playing the hits still. He's like complain. He's he he in his rally. He's like Bruce Orr was fired. Finally, we got rid of Bruce Orr. Who the fuck is Bruce Orr, dude? I, you could not. I couldn't. If somebody held a gun to my head and said, like, you die unless you can tell me who Bruce Orr is, I would not know. I still don't know. But apparently, oh. Bruce Orr is gone from the Justice Department. I would have said he played for the Bruins because I was just yes. mistaken him for Bobby Orr. It's like, oh, yes, that's what uh, I was like. Yeah. Exactly. I was like, oh, he's a um, great hockey player. Won the cup uh, for the Bruins. Uh, yes. Good, so good, Trump good guy. Is doing, he's doing that. He's doing Burisma, which we're also going to talk about in a sec with Hell yes. good old Hunter Biden. But um, <laughs> so we have our ballots. Um, I was going to vote for Joe Biden and I tweeted that I was going to vote for Joe Biden. And then and I was serious when I tweeted that. And then I looked at my ballot and I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to vote for the socialist because Trump's winning anyway. So. <clears throat> I voted for Gloria Lariva, unfortunately, for all the Biden heads out there. I'm sorry. I uh, um, I might vote for the uh, coal baron that called Mitch McConnell cocaine Mitch because apparently he's running for president, too. Are you oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Wait, what was his uh, okay. name? Actually, I'll be right back. I want to grab my ballot. I want to see everyone that's on it real quick. Yeah, Blankenship's on there. Oh, hell yes. <laughs> so I was like, like Yeah. That guy who's called Mitch McConnell cocaine Mitch, like, that's rad. I'm still mad at that because there's, like, Mitch McConnell is not worthy of that cool of a nickname. No, he's not at all. I mean. Like, M- cocaine Mitch sounds like somebody who raps with Rick Ross. Like, objectively cool. That is, yeah, agreed. Yeah, so Mitch McConnell saw cocaine once in law school and just, like, immediately fled. Well, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, I can't do that. Oh. <laughs> Oh my just god! Like okay. Went back to his dorm room to choke on his spittle. <laughs> he went back to his little arborarium where he has a little rock and a leaf. Because he's because <laughs> he's a turtle. Okay, so here's here's who we got for president. Um, we have Brock Pierce and Carla Ballard. No idea who that is. We have Kanye West and Michelle Tidball. Who who's Michelle Tidball? I have, I have no, no idea. idea. I saw my Michelle... that's, that's no the... idea. I'm going to look this up. Okay. Um, the funny thing about Kanye West, some people are confused that Kanye West is on the ballot um, because he he was he was like minutes late to get on the ballot. He was literally one minute late to get on the ballot in like Wisconsin is one of the states and like maybe Michigan as well. So he's not on the ballot in a bunch of states. Um, so yeah, but he is on the state in Utah or on the ballot in Utah, which is funny. Um We've got Joe Biden. They put him. They put him back. Uh, they put him on the ballot simply because he resurrected the gateway. Yes, <laughs> he really did. I was there actually at, at at the Sunday service, which was I got locked in a stairwell. It was the scariest thing you know, I've dealt with in a while. Okay, wow. so I found an article in Michelle Tidball. You guys want to hear about this? Yes, tell me. She is a self-proclaimed biblical life coach, and oh, she steps no. in the spotlight with Jesus as King Megastar. Let's see what else we got oh, here. No. So, yeah, biblical life coach is not a good start. Mm-mm. Um, 
Let's see here. But is she, she team is a, Sodom or team Gamora? Well, she's from <laughs> Cody, Wyoming, so I don't think she's much okay. of Okay. Hey, let's not besmirch Cody, Wyoming. That is the gateway to Yellowstone and a wonderful town. I mean, one of the gateways. It's also got a huge museum in it. And that's pretty much all everything else I know yeah, about. It's it. the Buffalo Bill Museum, man. Come on. Exactly. Yeah, there's not much else about this lady. She just has really crazy <laughs> eyes and like, ooh. And as a biblical wife coach. Previously so served as funny. executive director of Bright Futures Mentoring Program, a nonprofit aimed at developing youth and adulthood through mentoring. Was it with like people who just like go into these like weird mentoring program, which are like 99% just grifts? I have no idea. Yeah, I fucking hate it. So Michelle Tidball, and then we have got obviously Biden and Kamala Harris. Um, we've got Don Blankenship and William Moore with the Constitution Party. Um, Once again, course, Don Blankenship is the former coal baron who called Mitch McConnell cocaine Mitch. Yes, sir. We've got Joe Jorgensen and Jeremy Cohen of the Libertarian Party. The lady Classic. that got bit by a bat. <laughs> <laughs> then we have Joe McHugh and Elizabeth Strom. Um, or Storm, it's, it's literally Elizabeth Storm. Okay, don't they're on Elizabeth Storm is a porn star, and you cannot, yep. you no, you can't convince me otherwise. Yeah. That's a porn name. She's either a porn star or a Nazi, there's no in between. Yes, sir. Yeah, and then absolutely. we've got uh, Howie Hawkins and Angela Walker. Um, uh, DS Salt Lake City DSA endorsed Howie Hawkins, actually, which is weird and bad to be honest. Um, they're the Green Party. And then we have Gloria LaRiva from PSL. Uh, and then we've got Donald Trump and Mike Pence. And then we have a write-in option. Um, something also interesting is that on the there's constitutional amendments on the ballots ballot this year. Um, let's see. The one I think is interesting is that Let's see. Amendment C. Shall the Utah Constitution be amended to make the following changes to the Utah Constitution's ban on slavery and involuntary servitude? Well, it's only been 170 years. Interesting about this is that it's that part of the Utah constitution is is basically the exact same as the 13th amendment and so the 13th amendment basically just says slavery is legal as long as it's punishment for a crime so whether or not this is removed from the utah constitution doesn't make a difference if it's still in the federal constitution because i feel like it doesn't it, it really doesn't make a difference it's just like the you it's just utah saying we should probably take this out take of the constitution word well honestly like the 13th amendment of the constitution it says let's see um it says neither slavery nor involuntary servitude except as a punishment for a cr for crime wherever the party shall have been duly convicted shall exist within the united states so slavery is, is illegal unless it's unless it's for a crime yeah which is so a, uh, you know if you break the law in arkansas you can uh work for the clintons in the governor's mansion <laughs> yes sir <laughs> Yes, sir. Um, yeah, um, a lot of states do this, though. Like, they'll actually come back and, like, finally ratify, like, the 13th Amendment. Like, a lot of southern states have done that in, like, the 80s and 90s because they realized 
yeah, we should probably just go ahead and do this because after a while it yeah. kind of makes us look bad. And so this is Utah's version of it because they've never quite did that because we were a slave territory and we just didn't feel like that was a thing we had to do. <laughs> yep. Cool. It's very cool. Very good. So, um, yeah, do whatever you want on your ballots. doesn't matter in this state because uh, Trump's going to win regardless. And I, um, something that I noticed the other day, I, I tweeted about it actually, but that um, <clears throat> I, I see very, very few Trump signs, but I see so very many few Burgess Owen signs. And I think everyone's just using that as cover for voting for Trump. <laughs> And, and it it's really it's really wild though too i was i my mom like as, as i've said on the podcast my mom lives in daybreak mm-hmm. and i was I, I went over to her place for a minute uh on tuesday and was pretty blown away at the amount of like biden harris lines or lawn signs and flags like kind of taken aback by just like the sheer volume not what i expected at all yeah yeah that's yeah. uh i've never seen this many democratic signs in my entire life i haven't Utah. either they're everywhere yeah. um like it's I'll incredible see them, i'll see them downtown and like the avenues and sugar house and you know the areas you would expect it to be but like out in a west side suburb mm-hmm. crazy i'm seeing a ton for uh Simac, who's running for district 49 um a, a ton for him and i'm trying to see what other democrats i've seen a ton I, i'm seeing a ton of trent scat stag signs which is obviously um well at least you guys have democrats to vote for yeah yeah you want to talk about that jordan yeah um well i live in utah county so that's always great i have 13 partisan elections i'm voting on there are five democrats and that's including joe biden <laughs> God damn. So even for like statewide <laughs> elections too, like state assessor and state treasurer, there are no Democrats running. We can't even give them the good job, good effort. No, you, you really can't. Like it's it's so pathetic. And like you can't even you can't even say thanks for trying. I'll, yeah, the only county position down here that there's a Democrat running for is the county commission, which is not saying a whole lot because there's three positions for like a county of like three hundred thousand people. Like you should probably run someone, but state Senate running unopposed house district running unopposed. Everything is just, just so tragic. Yeah. I've got one that's running unopposed. the uh, state school board. How is there not a Democrat running for state school board? I have no idea. Oh, like this is the most, this is just an ineffective state party. You, you think about it too. And, if they're not running anyone like the second most populous county in the in the state, who are they running in these rural counties? I have no fucking idea. Nobody. Dude. They're running nobody. <laughs> no. They, why, just, why not even put someone up? It's so weird. It, that's that's the crazy thing about it. It's not even like uh it's not even like a well, we're gonna lose, so why even put effort into it? It's like, no, you need to act like you actually give a shit. Like Yeah. If you don't reach out to people and say Canab or Logan or Wendover or places in between, people are going to think that you don't give a fuck about them. Like you're not even trying to outreach to them, which is why it seems pretty, pretty on brand for Democrats. It is on brand for Democrats. But the same point, too, it's like you kind of need to win at some point because 
your whole strategy of just <laughs> controlling the territory between Seventh East and Park City is not a long-term strategy if you actually want to compete in politics. Well, and especially with the influx of of people coming to Utah, like they're they're bringing like the the demographics are changing, and they're not all just living in downtown Salt Lake. So no. yeah, I'm with you. No, they're they're moving into Utah County and places like that too. But with no party infrastructure, you're going to lose all of them anyway. So mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> oh, way to God. go, dumbasses. Yeah. So. Um, pretty bleak out there unless you're in salt lake which even then it's uh, only relatively less bleak and i uh so as i mentioned i tweeted that i was gonna vote for Bi- i said lol i can't believe i'm about to vote for joe biden and then like minutes uh like half an hour later i was like jk i lied and i showed a picture of me saying i was voting for gloria lariva and um I did get one person saying that uh, you may as well have voted for Trump, which is funny. (laughs) I love that argument so much. And then I said, nah. And they said, but you did. And I said, no, I didn't. I voted for a socialist. And like, okay, I got to be honest. If I were in a swing state, I would vote for Biden. And if I thought Trump had a chance of losing Utah, I would vote for Joe Biden. But he doesn't. And so I didn't. And so I don't care. Exactly. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. And I'm not I'm not interested in a any sort of argument about doing that in Utah, because uh, at max, I'm talking to a few hundred people on Twitter. <laughs> so it no, doesn't no, matter it, what I personally do. It, it doesn't it, fucking It matter. really doesn't matter because you can vote for anyone. Like tr- Biden's still going to lose by at least 15 points. It's going to happen. Yeah. Like you can show me the polling that's like, oh, it's 40, 50. You know, it could cut either way. If Joe Biden loses by one vote, you can come for me and, yeah. I'll, and I'll own it. Yeah, if he loses by five votes, you can come yell at all of us because I think yes. that's about as much of an impact we're going to have. That's fine. Yeah, I'll, you know I'll, what? If, if, if that's the case, if Biden loses Utah by one vote, I will hop in the ring with you and I won't throw a punch. <laughs> we'll, we'll duke it out. <laughs> you can punch me. I will that let you do good. that. Okay, cool. Yeah. The we battlefield of ideas. You can you can be the. It's shit on record. We got witnesses. But it's yep, fine. But it's not going to happen. And I mean, that's the great thing about the electoral college is I don't have to care. Yeah, like, I don't. Just geography dictates who, if my vote matters or not. And better luckily, hit those I'm, phones. Yeah. Yes, sir. Hit those texts, baby. Actually, I don't think it's going to matter. It doesn't. No. I think I think it's over. Yeah, I think it Carter, is. Over too. It doesn't matter. Contest. It is funny how little Biden has been trying, and it's probably almost. It's very likely going to work out for Joe Biden. Did you guys see the Daily Beast article that came out today about how like Rupert Murdoch is is having conversations with like yep. his circle, saying like he's almost positive it's going to be a uh, Joe Biden landslide. Yes, I mean I don't think he's wrong at this. No, point. I don't. Like, I, I think I think you're seeing people. Uh, running towards the lifeboat as the uh, Titanic's going down. Yeah, that's like a Ben Ass kind of sort of like released that little tape today <laughs> too. It was like, I just don't think I like the Trump's conduct and things too. And I don't know. Like, just like the same sort of like concern trolling that like Republicans always do and see. Well, okay. Like, the, I mean, the writing's on the wall. Read the tea leaves, man. <laughs> it's not looking good. It's that, looking real that, bad. 
he's gonna go out like Stan Chera. And and that type of <laughs> the Stan Chera shit, dude. That it's type like of leadership that we're seeing from from Ben from Ben Sass is it reminds me of a certain certain Utah senator by the name of Mitt Romney who recently was back in the news again this week because he put out a very um very very angrily written and and uh, charged public statement where he decried the meanness that's happening with every single on one sides. of your liberal friends lost their shit he said he said so many clapping emojis yep he said but on one hand you've got you've got donald trump who i just do not approve of this type of decorum he's he's rude and he talks me he says mean words and then of course the the we so we have this on one side and the equivalent on the other end we have keith olbermann's youtube channel and keith, <laughs> <laughs> keith Olber, this is a very serious thing i who the fuck knew keith olbermann had a, a youtube channel at all a and youtube he, channel with fewer than fifty thousand subscribers he yeah he what had his fuck? gq thing for a while too where he was just like we're gonna take the case to donald trump and then Dude. like he quit that because he said he claimed victory and <laughs> <laughs> Dude, who even which is actually like a pretty trumpian thing to do who the oh, fuck is about like how could he not just how why would he not just say like john oliver or like someone with an actual like audience at this point like it's so weird keith it olbermann really stopped having a tv show after yes. i mean before mitt romney ran for president in 2012 yes it's been forever like, like what he's you... straight up Jason Whitlocked himself in that, I like, know. he just keeps getting demoted, like, knocked down the totem pole. Like, he went from being, like, the most beloved guy on SportsCenter. He had his MSNBC show. Then he did, like, the GQ thing. And now he's got a fucking well, YouTube channel. Well, he, like, he, he appears on, like, SportsCenter every so often or so. Just like, I'll do the big show. Why not? But then... SVP just throws him a bone. But yeah, but then like most of the time, like you go to his like Twitter channel or something, most of it's just like he's just retweeting like, please rescue this dog from the pound before like the New York City like Humane Society puts it to death. Like that's most of his Twitter. Like Keith Olbermann is such a non-factor now. Like it's no. such a reach. I haven't thought Was about Keith Olbermann. Was he ever a factor Olbermann. though? I don't think. No, I, not since like, like 2010 Bush. like lib. Like I can't, I haven't thought about him in forever. Oh, until he's like he, 2006 lib. Like he was like the... Like he was the big shit during like Bush. He had an MSNBC show back then, right? Yeah, he yeah, did, and that was like the big sort of like quote unquote leftist sort of thing back oh then. My God, because yeah. that's all there was. Oh yeah, it was God. like it was like him and John Stewart, and that was it. That was it. Like we are way better off now than we were like from a, like a media and culture standpoint than we were in two thousand six because that shit was bleak. Like the leader of the anti-Iraq war movement was uh, Janine Garofalo, an actress. Exactly. Like it's like <laughs> it was brutal, oh. and the Dixie Chicks. It was tough. Um, they were putting Janine Garofalo on like TV to defend the anti-war movement. It's like that was the only person. I mean, I, I think Janine Garofalo is great, but it's like we had a comedian actor who was like the voice of the anti. Anyway, it's insane. Um, but oddly enough. Uh, Mitt Romney is not the most famous of the uh, Utah senators within the last couple of weeks. Of course, that person is Mike Lee and Mike Howard. Lee, Mike Lee sucks. Uh, we, we, we know this, but um, Mike Lee did start out um, his re his recent national spotlight with um, by, of course, contracting coronavirus at the super spreader events uh, for Amy Comey Barrett, Coney Barrett, Amy, 
Amy Kevin Garnett. The notorious and- <laughs> ACB. <laughs> People got legitimately really upset about that. And I was like, why did we do, why did that happen with RGB in the first place? Yeah, episode? why did you do that with the lady who had one black clerk in 40 years? <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Yep. So Mike Lee, um, he has coronavirus or he had coronavirus and he showed up to the hearings without a mask and was just I think we should uh, go with has keep yes, it in the present has. um but mike lee also one late night went on a bit of a tweet tirade during um what what was taking place when he was tweeting this um oh what was that bit of a mountain dew binge what what wasn't there like an, an event going on? Like why was he? T- oh, it was okay. I think it was the VP debate. I think. Oh, it was the VP debate. That's yes, right. Yes, yes, that's right. Yeah. Okay. So during the VP debate, Mike Lee was like hopped up on some shit because he kept making like insane typos. Um, yeah, he was making but, like insane typos and like spelling like prosperity with a six or something. I don't remember. Yeah. Trump, um, Trump broke him off a piece. So, oh, no, here it is. Prospectivity. Prospefity. Um, so he his his famous tweet, he said, um, democracy isn't the objective. Liberty, peace, and prospefity are. We want the human condition to flourish. Rank democracy can thwart that. So you might think to yourself, for 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 you for you left communist uh, scholars out there, you might be thinking to yourself, oh, maybe. He's uh he's a Bordigist and he believes in left communism and like kind of like an anti-democratic version of communism. Um, Mike Lee, you know, go on Chapo. And my, my, Mike Lee, go on the Antifada. And uh, no, he is not a communist, but Mike Lee is very, very um, fashy with that type of belief. Yeah. I mean, when you say that like, demo- like rank democracy can thwart the flourishing of the human condition, he's explicitly stating that like he knows better and that he gets to, that people like Mike Lee would be able to pick and choose um, how and who flourishes. I mean, that's no different than any sort of like fascist movement in like the 1930s or 20s, where essentially they just pointed out that democracy has led to destruction of, has led to destruction of prosperity within your countries the only way we can get this on track and also like resurrect like tradition is mainly by is mainly by just crushing it and leaving us in charge. We'll provide it for you. You don't have to worry about it. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's, it's really, it's like, it's kind of like the, uh, the like conservative scholar thing to say that like, Oh, we're not a democracy. We're a Republic. And (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I've been hearing that my entire life and it's the dumb, it's just as dumb to me now as it was when I was 12. And it is so funny because like, even when you think back to like, I mean, the Iraq war, for example, where we had to bring democ- what we call democracy into other countries. So like it's a democracy when we make it, when we, when we attack other countries, but it's, it's a Republic when it's here. <laughs> they hate um, us for our freedoms. Oh my God. Yeah. It's, it's the game that they always play, but I mean, <laughs> I honestly Mike Lee saying this type of shit really is pretty horrifying um and yeah, it's some it, real like march on rome shit yeah yeah I do not like that at all and um Ooh. yeah 
Very and black he church. is like someone who is psychotic enough to really believe this shit because whatever whatever criticisms there there are so many fucking criticisms about Mike Lee is I actually don't think he's disingenuous. I think he is he's honest in his beliefs, which makes him really terrifying. And I think that he is a very bad person. And um, yeah, that's why he's in he, the uh, he's in the dipshit caucus with Rand Paul and Ted Cruz. What is their caucus called? Oh, I don't think it has an actual name. I just call it the dipshit caucus. <laughs> They're like the yeah. So he, oh man, he's like it's the coward caucus. He, he's scarier than me. He's scarier than Rand Paul even because I think he's more of an like ideologue. Um, yeah, I mean he can probably take a tackle a little bit better. Yeah, I don't, dude. Mike Lee really is a fucking nut, dude. I really wish. Um, I, I think it's because it's it comes from daddy. Like Rex Lee was like one of the big sort of like promoters of the strong executive because I mean he was Ronald Reagan's solicitor general, so he probably had to defend a whole lot of crazy shit. And like it comes right down to that. Like Mike Lee, Senator, big on putting in conservative justices. Mike Lee's brother's a federal judge too. Like both of them have always been on like Trump's shortlist for the Supreme court because they truly believe in like elite rule. And by just controlling the Supreme court, they get everything they want. Which is why he's been so adamant about pushing uh, Amy Coney Barrett through. Yeah. He's been like, he's been on the front lines, you know, yeah, spewing, spewing the, his uh, COVID at the top community. of his lungs. Or wait, ju- judicial committee is that what he's on? I don't. Yeah, he's on the, the Senate Judiciary mm-hmm. Committee. Judiciary committee, and he's going to do everything possible to get Amy Kobe Bryant on the onto the bench. We love Amy Kobe Bryant. Um. Oh, I, I did forget to mention one thing. I saw people talking about how Amy Kobe Bryant is uh is hot and uh fuck off. No, you got you got some straight weird fucking mommy issues if that's the case. <laughs> but two. I saw like please. I mean, therapy therapy is expensive, but please, like, okay. set up a GoFundMe or some shit. Like those those are some weird weird ass mommy issues. Greg, come Jordan, on, you have to put the audio in here of that woman named Paulette who is at the Trump uh, town hall who says she's he's incredibly handsome when he smiles. Oh, he's got the, yeah the great smile. Thank you. Good evening, Mr. President. Thank you, Thank you very much. I have to say, you have a great smile. Got you. So, he does. You're so handsome when you smile. Oh, just there's this. That is the one thing that I saw. Yes, this like older woman who is like, you're just so handsome when you smile. She's asking Trump a question, and I wish we could also put the video, but it's just like it's so good. So. uh, but okay. the question itself was I'm so just good. glad that 2020 hasn't killed shooting your shot. I know. Good for her. Also, Honestly, Greg, you don't think that Amy Kobe Bryant's not you don't think she's hot? No. I she's got some like strong like Elizabeth Shoe energy to her. So come on. No, like I can't imagine that because I just like I would just imagine like opening my door after a hard day's at work and then just like seeing my dog hogtied. <laughs> yeah yeah Um, she's just got like that like weird blank like christian face like she belongs in like midsummer or something no doubt i mean she's definitely got got, like she's got midsummer face 
Oh my God. Do you remember when uh, Ben Sash tried to give her like the alley-oop when he said like name the five uh, freedoms protected by the first amendment and she only got four of the five. He was so sad. Ben's ass. Ben Sass. Um, Anything else to say on Mike Lee? I kind of feel like, I mean, he's, he's fucking freaky. Do you know what rhymes with Mike Lee? What? Fight me. Hey, please fight Greg. Yeah, the only thing I got on Mike Lee is like they just still love that parlor trick of like, we're not a democracy, we're a republic. Get it right. Like, as if that's not like it's not like the dumbest like game of uh like just it means the same damn thing. Like it yeah. doesn't matter. But uh, but also the dumbest uh, fucking well actually possible. Yeah, yes. Jordan, I think you mentioned this on Twitter, but like um, the way these people obsessed with, like the way they're, the reason they're obsessed with Amy Comey, Coney Bryant and all that is like, she is a, uh, what do they call her? Like a, an originalist or whatever about the constitution. Yes. Oh yeah. And they, they say that they stick to the, what the original framers of the constitution meant, which is such a fucking insane thing for a woman to be saying, because in no fucking way would the original framers of the constitution be uh, saying that a woman could be on the Supreme court, first of all. Um, but there is a very convenient piece of why, uh they like the way mike lee justifies his belief in like the the originalist version of the constitution or whatever and it's the reason is being because there were um slaves in our country at this time and if they were to do a true democracy they would be giving women and slaves the right to to vote and um have the same say back then which is what they didn't want to do so if you inherently believe in the original source of the constitution that's what you're believing in is that like it's only it's a subset of the population that was supposed to be controlling power and the originalist sort of view of the constitution is so insane too just because mm -hmm. we have fundamentally changed like the constitution in many different times throughout the history of the country it's we call those to do that we call those amendments first of all but especially after the civil war where we did the 13th 14th the 15th amendments which drastically shifted most of what the constitution was originally written because that was the one as we talked earlier free slaves gives equal protection under law and also gives full voting rights to all people that does not exist in the original intent of the constitution so if you take like what george washington and thomas jefferson and james monroe wanted for the constitution you have an insane country yep it's like <laughs> yeah. these, these are the guys who like bled themselves for medicine <laughs> like maybe just maybe we've progressed a little bit in philosophy and politics since then i don't need some slave owning dipshit with wooden teeth to be the final rule of law when he was born a million years ago i know i know so um yeah be on the lookout for uh mike lee becoming like one of the worst people over the next few years again um he's i think he's gonna take over Rand paul's uh slot for being like that libertarian guy who is just completely awful and makes a grandstand over anything that's going to happen over the next few years under the Biden presidency, which is likely going to happen. Oh yeah. He's thinking um, hard for that. Yeah. So um, speaking of uh, the Biden presidency, <laughs> we, uh, one of the big shots against uh, the Biden, the uh, prospective Biden presidency is a, uh, it, the target being placed on his, on his incredibly, gifted and brave son oh, oh. hunter biden <laughs> guys i got it the hunter has become the hunted 
<laughs> you know what? I don't. You know yeah, what? I just don't understand why it's such a big deal that you just released a bunch of these pictures of just Hunter Biden looking cool. Fucking so, cool as hell. <laughs> I will say this though, like, because Halloween's a big deal when you're a dad, and I have easily the the cheapest and easiest to put together Halloween costume I've ever come up with. And it's just a pair of like dockers and a jean jacket, which I already own. And I'm just gonna go like straight Hunter Biden, Crocodile Dundee. So these pictures of Hunter Biden um, were released and they look like Greg, if Greg had a uh, crystal meth addiction. (laughs) 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 And um, Jordan, do you want to walk us through the Hunter Biden uh, He's so story? fucking oh, This is the this greatest is, story of all time, and it just this gets is the funnier big hit every piece that's going to take down the Biden uh, the Biden campaign. I love him so much. So, God, I wish I wish Hunter was running. So apparently, the story starts out that uh, New York Post put it out there too, and the, the person who wrote the article for it is just like a notorious like right wing hack job person. Yeah, has pictures with like Sean Hannity, Roger Stone on her Instagram. Wearing like braid bard <laughs> shirts and things like that. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, cool shit. Um, so the story goes that that a computer technician at some sort of like geek squad or something like that got the computer, found it, and then just found all these pictures of like Hunter Biden laying in the bathtub with a cigarette hanging, Hunter Biden tucking in his crack pipe to go to bed, um, all sorts of fun stuff. And then Rudy Giuliani went on like a serious exam interview and said that Hunter Biden himself had came in just 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 zooted out of his mind, just dropping this off. Because <laughs> you know, when you're just completely just shit hammered, you gotta go you gotta go hit up Geek Squad. <laughs> fix it every time i've ever been high i end up at a best buy and like, oh my god and like every single minute this story gets crazier and crazier too because for some reason like every social media platform decided to lock down the story too which so that is something that we should talk about after we go through the story because it makes the story look way worse than it did before yeah well yeah, we should. Uh, yeah, I guess we can talk about it briefly right now. Basically, th- this was a New York Post story, and Twitter and Facebook, uh, definitely Twitter, was preventing people from tweeting out a link to a story, which is unprecedented for a social media app to do, I believe. Like, if you drafted up a tweet and you copy and pasted the link and you hit tweet, it would say it gave you this message that you weren't allowed to tweet the story. You also weren't allowed to DM that story to anyone. And this is like, it's, I think this was a really stupid thing to do because Republicans love their biggest thing right now is that like the election's going to be rigged or whatever. And that like Damn. all the, like everything, all the social media is against them, even though we know for a fucking fact like the biggest pages and the biggest links and the biggest shared stories on Facebook are all like <clears throat> from Donald Trump himself, Donald Trump Jr., Dan Bongino, Ben Shapiro. Like it's all right wing shit. And Facebook has multi has for on multiple occasions, Mark Zuckerberg has personally directed uh, like algorithmic changes to appease that the, these complaints that they constantly have about social media censorship. So. <clears throat> this was honestly like in my opinion a huge mistake by twitter and facebook oh, 
Absolutely a huge mistake because mm-hmm. what you do is you fed into that martyrdom complex that every conservative yes. has. Like, how long have we been hearing like shadow ban or any sort of like term about how like their their interactions on Twitter being limited because of what they're saying, and then you fucking do it. Yeah, I know it's really bad. So, and I I I mean obviously I don't I don't have Facebook now, so I don't know what's going on over there, but I guarantee. This I saw Ben Shapiro's tweets about it, so I know for a fucking fact this is like a gigantic story on Facebook, bigger than any story about Hunter Biden ever could have been. Because who gives a fuck? We know he's a drug addict. That's come up so many times. We know he's a drug addict. Not only that, but you can't. You're not going to win an election trying to take down the absolutely only cool Democrat. And honestly, like there's something very relatable to a lot of people about like having a dipshit relative who's addicted to drugs. I'm dead serious about this. Like totally like you look at like the Trumps and all that too. Like none of them are, are really all that representative of the American people. Like these people just go around in fucking suits and like stilettos everywhere. That's not the American experience anywhere in this country. But having a relative who fell asleep next to a crack pipe, I'm going to guess is probably a little more uniform for America. Give me the cool uncle who smokes, who just blasts cigs in the tub. Yeah. Dude, yeah, you do. Like, if you you got, like, heavily into drugs, Greg, you would have some serious Hunter Biden energy. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Is there a way to be a really good dad <laughs> and still be a hopeless drug addict? Because so. and like know. also like be good at my job because you know I don't I know if you can balance money. We just gotta get if you I to can, Halloween. If I can be like a functional drug addict, I'm all in. Listen, Greg, we just gotta get you to Halloween, then we'll draw you out after that. This is commitment uh, to hell, the costume. Yes, absolutely. But like, I can take a few days off before Halloween and just go on a, a like a Robert Downey type uh type bender absolutely you should um but 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 like jordan like you said that like hunter biden and the joe biden story that's like part of joe biden's cell is what's like why he wants to be president he's like i've had this hard life my my first wife died my like baby like the baby died my oldest son died and then like everyone's dying around me but i've got i've got a daughter and a son who's a drug addict and i've got this doctor wife and like things are sort of good but things are even though things are good things are still really bad so please make me president because i'm indicative of all of these things and to like i i mean i know there's some like weird shit here with hunter biden and like ukraine and china or whatever but he's just like he's an erratic drug user the son of like a politician like that definitely makes him more humble in a lot of people's eyes and like this whole thing i I guess I don't really understand why they really censored it to begin with. And I don't really know why, how Rudy Giuliani plays into this. Do you, Jordan, do you, do you understand the full like Rudy aspect of this? Uh, because I think Rudy was the one who probably helped orchestrate it too. Just because okay. like, I, I, it's probably like the same thing as like the, the Hillary emails in 2016, which like once again, Russiagate was a huge waste of time. Who doesn't really care? Yeah. Did the Russians actually get like John Podesta's emails? Yes. Did they provide them so they could use it for political advantage? Yeah, probably. And it's probably something along that lines too, because I'm going to guess that Hunter Biden doesn't do the best password security. Just, just a hunch. <laughs> but 
But I on top of that, too, like it doesn't really matter. Like, like why it costed Hillary in 2016 was Hillary was incredibly unlikable to all Americans. Yeah. So something like the Podesta emails getting out there was just like fit everyone's narrative against Hillary Clinton. Joe Biden is not like that. Joe Biden's actually likable to most Americans. Like he's he's like we don't really like him because we kind of know more about policy and things like that. So automatically we kind of just shut him down. But to most Americans, he's fun. Uncle Joe, he's the guy from the onion stories. And like, this is like, it doesn't really move the needle and like, who cares? Yeah, it really doesn't. Um, But what really might, I mean, I don't think it's going to move the needle in the, in the election, but the aggrievement that's going to take place from the rights once Biden does probably win this election about this moment of that, that censorship. And I don't, I, it's always been a weapon against the left, obviously like uh, this type of thing throughout the last, like Chomsky for, for one has been blacklisted forever. Um, but I don't know if it's much, if this situation is really about that more, is it more of it being about like, this is going to be ran with by the right forever. And it's, it's, and if Joe Biden does in fact win this election, I, this isn't going to leave people's brains like uh, on the right. And they're going to be obsessed with this forever. I think. Oh, it's Um, the, it's going to be the new Benghazi. (laughs) Dude. Hunter Biden ain't going away. Well, (laughs) I think the thing that all these sort of like social media outlets was worried about is they didn't want to be this year's Comey. Like they didn't want to be like the mm-hmm. one who's going to sway like those, those last sort of like undecided towards one way and like be blamed for everything. But at the same point too, they did the worst thing possible by feeding into everyone's narratives because we're still three weeks out from the election. Like this shit's going to be gone in like three days when like, when like Donald Trump gets more of those steroids and like decides like he wants to tear his clothes off on stage or something. It could be anything. It yeah. doesn't really matter. But by actually like feeding into their narrative that they're this oppressed sort of population in this country, you played right into their hands. So they're oh. going to think that now because this time they're kind of right. No. And yeah. Yep. They are like that. That was an unprecedented move by Twitter. Like they've been doing like the manipulated media or like false uh, story thing or whatever they were doing. Um, but preventing actively preventing and showing a message of of showing like that looks like it was in coordination with the campaign and maybe it It was i honestly don't know it honestly might be but at the same point too it doesn't matter who called it or anything like that because they did the worst thing possible to do is because you fed in their narratives that they're this oppressed people now and so we're going to hear about this forever i know there's like if uh once the republicans take back the senate in 2020 22 or whatever 2020 yeah 2022 we're gonna have hearings on this i bet oh, for just sure we did benghazi oh we're gonna have hearings now they subpoenaed jack from twitter did they really <laughs> yes they did the jack ju- dorsey already yeah the judiciary committee oh acts fast there's Can't- gonna be a jack dorsey movie starring jeff daniels Probably. oh my god send it to subpoena jack <laughs> oh my <laughs> god but god. We can't get a stimulus. The Dorsey rule. We can't get a stimulus bill past the Senate or the House at this point, but we can get Jack Dorsey on the next flight to D.C. so he can answer for why MAGA Mom1776 got blocked on Twitter. It's 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 wonderful. God, Jack. Holy shit. Okay, yeah. This is fucked. 
Well, yeah, we don't have to wait till 2022. This is happening now. So <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Oh no, that's they're gonna great. do it before like the lame duck period ends. So like they might lose the Senate, but damn it, Google, Jack and Facebook, oh, and YouTube are gonna answer for their crimes. Oh my god! Oh my god! Okay. It's gonna be the that's gonna be the the Q consolation prize, <laughs> dude. So bleak. Um. And speaking of our favorite Q guy, yeah. Uh, to, to close out tonight, we're gonna briefly talk about the uh, Ben McAdams uh, and Burgess Owens debate, which I found out was happening the second it went live because I saw a tweet that said, "Watch the Burgess Owens Ben McAdams debate live on KSL," and it was moderated by this, like I think it was by a Deseret News guy, and um, oh my god. <laughs> This debate was so stupid. It was so bad. So basically the whole, it was, it couldn't have been more on brand for both of them. Like Ben McAdams spent the whole time trying to prove that he wasn't a Democrat. Like he was asked about his impeachment vote and he, he, um, he was asked to defend his impeachment vote. And he said, what Trump did was wrong, but he, and then he went on for about a minute about how everything the Democrats did throughout the impeachment was was uh what did he did like overly wrong partisan or wrong or whatever i should pull up my twitter thread because i was like live tweeting i was i was uh kind of tanked but i was uh watching this i have i have one tweet that i sent out that's kind of my recap and it says this owens v mcadams debate is exactly why so many people hate the two-party system on one hand you have a yogurt brain grifter slash q believer on the other you have the billy madison kid who pissed his pants Dude, nothing oh ever gets better. It's merely a race of who sucks less. Dude, okay. So Ben McAdams seemed terrified the entire fucking time he was in this debate. Um, Bro, so- he's like he's like like one of those little mini poodles that just shakes the entire he, time. He, it's it looked awake. like he was gonna piss his pants the entire time. So he was first asked. I'm going through my tweets because that's the, the only. I'm going through I'm your tweets too because I did not watch the debate because honestly I have more self respect for myself. <laughs> Good call. It was it, like, whatever. Um, you read Burgess Owen's book. That's right. We're we're still doing that. I I had more self respect at the time. <laughs> is definitely like a moving target in that moment okay so ben was first asked if trump had done a good job he completely ignored and blamed congress for not being bipartisan enough ben said the word bipartisan or partisan like hundreds of times it was it was disgusting um <laughs> ben also went on a bit of a tangent praising governor herbert for his response to the coronavirus pandemic plugging himself for having had coronavirus but then also completely ignored whether he supports a statewide uh, mask mandate. So that was cool. Um, Ben, he was asked a question about coronavirus relief bills. And he said, I'm happy we've gotten relief out. But then he told a very spooky story about the uh, scary national deficit. And I really (laughs) want someone to just ask Ben McAdams and be like, hey, dude, what happens to the deficit? Like, what happens? It's super scary, but like, what happens if it keeps ha- if it keeps if we uh, keep going into debt to whom and to ourselves? Like, what happens, Ben? Line go up. Yeah, it's like we mint a trillion dollar coin. Fucking cry about it, Ben. Seventy percent of the United States debt is to ourselves. So, and also, uh, like, who's the other thirty percent? Like, who's going to call it out? What no, kind of army do matter. they have? It's stupid. Um, 
it's insane. There's problems yeah. with modern monetary theory, but like it's way more coherent than whatever the fuck Ben McAdams is crying about on stage. Um, let's see. I, I really can't overstate how uh, bad Burgess Owens' brain is. It is. Oh, bro, weird. he's got Rocky Five brain. I, I hadn't heard him speak in. So I didn't watch his speech at the RNC, but even at the RNC, he had like a teleprompter or whatever. Hearing him speak off the cuff is it's it is brutal like Like i was i was really convinced he was gonna say yo adrian (laughs) i didn't hear no bell um yeah apparently (laughs) launching yourself head first and like other human beings for a career is bad yes it is it he is i said he debated like a man who's suing the nfl for giving him cte and that's certainly the uh energy he had um ben was asked if there's systemic racism in this country he avoided the question and said that we should all be like nicer to each other or whatever Uh, and of course burgess owen said there's no such thing as racism in this country anymore of course not (laughs) racism is a construct of uh liberals and uh uh, elitist black people class that by the way that's this is from his book by the way it's it's insane um yeah, racism doesn't exist except as a way to make black people angry because it's a narrative created by elite black people and liberals. Yep. Yeah, it's really horrifying shit. But um, yeah. so they briefly talked about healthcare, obviously, because it's a big problem here in the middle of a global pandemic in which a ton of people are losing their jobs and healthcare. And um Something that's interesting is that, like, with this new Supreme Court justice, obviously, there's a lot of talk of repealing Obamacare, which very notably has protections for pre-existing conditions. And they have, um, I mean, the right has been demonizing uh, Obamacare in general, sometimes for good reason, but it contains very meaningful things in there that have given health care to a lot of people. And they've all been on board with a full repeal of Obamacare. That was on Burgess's website. Until about two weeks ago when he took off, he he took off the full repeal of Obamacare and mentioned that like it needed to be like reformed, essentially. Ben called him out for this. They got in like a little bit of a hissy fit about this. But Burgess kept saying this like weird um, like uh, mentor type of thing where he was like, we, we can't let fear guide us or let's not use fear and um he was having his his fdr moment yeah well specifically um the question was from it was like an audience question or someone it was someone who goes to solid community college that's who the questions were from and this guy this kid was like hey i'm a type 1 diabetic and uh, i need insulin to survive and i rely on the aca to give me insulin uh burgess uh you want to repeal the aca how am i going to afford insulin and um, he was like, let's not use fear to guide us. <laughs> let's not use fear. And Ben rightfully was like, well, people who are on medications are scared that they'll lose that medication. So good for Ben, even though he uh, doesn't really support any form of um, actually improving things. But the one thing whatever. that none of these guys really talk about is that the most effective part of the ACA was the was the Medicaid expansion. Medicaid expansion, raising the age to 26 to be on your parents' insurance, yep. and uh, consumer protection. Those those three things. Those are the three things that actually make the Affordable Care Act the thing that is a very vital thing to most people in America. Yeah. But yep. But that's that's the thing though too is like 
like people like Burgess Owens hate Medicaid. Like they don't want the social safety net at all. But they can't say that right now because of how many people are relying on it. So it's fun. It's interesting that they're put in this position and they're like kind of having to back off of it. I mean, even Trump has been like um, talking about his healthcare plan forever, um, which has never actually been released. Obviously, this is why they want Amy Kobe Bryant on the court is because they don't have to do the dirty work of repealing the ACA. They can just let the courts do it. Mm-hmm. And, they, and they can just go home like, well, it, it's really sad. We uh, lost that piece of legislation. But, you know, uh, the Supreme Court did it. So that yep. can be done. So it, the conversation continued and it turned into one of my favorite topics. They were talking about human trafficking and QAnon. And just yes. was kind of asked to defend his appearing on QAnon shows. And he was like, I don't know anything about QAnon. Um, and Ben touted his his uh, recent bill that apparently fights human trafficking or whatever, which he basically did just to use for this debate. And um, Burgess went on this huge thing where he was like, he, he mentioned, he kept mentioning Tim Ballard and Tim Tebow, his two favorite Tims. He's got his two Tims in the house. I don't know what Tim Tebow had to do with it, but uh, he was what like- What happened to Tim Heidecker? What was he up to? <laughs> Tim Ballard, Tim Tebow, and Tim Heidecker. Burgess's favorite boys but he he was like Ben's not serious about fighting human trafficking because he doesn't even he doesn't even know Tim Ballard he's never even talked to Tim Ballard and I bet he doesn't even like Sean Reyes knows Tim Ballard he kept saying Tim Ballard and I wish Ben would have brought up the fact that Tim Ballard's Operation Underground Railroad is currently under criminal investigation right now um, by the Davis County um, attorney so whoopsie that's great. Um, that was really good. Um, let's see what else happened. Um, and then it kind of ended with a question about climate change. And Burgess Owens said explicitly that the reason that the United States is the best in the entire world about, quote, fighting climate change things is because we have the free market. So um, <laughs> good stuff. Oh my God. And Ben his wasn't brain, prepared. It really is worse it's, than what we could dude, ever was, have imagined. Dude, his brain was, he was saying so many. Oh, he, he dropped a Judeo Christian values comment yes. in, in, in the debate. He's literally just like, I, his, his synapses are just brain synapses are just firing off and dying. And he's got all these like right wing, like, like uh talking points just swirling around in his brain. And he just like tries to spit them out. And it's, it's Dude, it's pretty sad to watch, quite honestly. It looks his, like a, yeah. His brain is just a Republican crockpot at this point. <laughs> it's just been, it's been there cooking all Sunday it's just, afternoon. It's just, yeah, it's just Republican Dude. stew at this point. Yeah, the it's, Milton Friedman bot is just like, it's just short circuiting. <laughs> Dude, it really is sad. And then it's, it's, it's like, it's, what made matters worse or better in depending on your view is that today, Thursday, it turned out that Spencer Cox has endorsed Burgess Owens in this race, which shouldn't surprise anyone Just because mwah. he's a Republican. They were both Republicans. Spencer Cox didn't have to endorse anyone. Um, and, but I mean, this is a nationally, a national profile race, I suppose, but um uh, he did endorse Burgess, and this has made a lot of the uh, the Cox fanboys on Twitter who were kind of like, 
the normie lib types who still like Spencer Cox because he's um, he one time said something bad about Trump. These are the type of people who have at least $150 worth of like Mitt Romney merch in their house. No, th- these are my favorite type of people. They they really are. It's it's Spencer Cox is a good guy because he's a jazz fan. He's kind of cool on Twitter sometimes, whatever the hell that means. He called me his friend. And and also like he wrote like a teary letter one day because like he said something like gay people shouldn't be murdered in a bar. Like yep. Yeah, dude, he's still like campaigning off of like the little bit of fame yeah. he got for like the Pulse nightclub. Uh, which is speech he made right yeah, which is incredible yep. because like oh congratulations you acknowledge that gay people should have the right to exist wow uh awesome welcome to 30 years ago for the rest of us spencer god so jordan was kicking on the idea of uh you know picking out excerpts from burgess's book and hitting Spencer Cox with uh, whether or not he endorses these ideas that Burgess genuinely believes because in that book, that's like uh, uh, liberal wine. You can be a, I can't fucking remember the title. It, What's it, it called? It doesn't matter. It's <laughs> weenies, wimps and wusses or something yeah, like where that. He's basically just like, yeah, like us liberal- black people are the problem. We've always been the problem. It really is. Like, it's honestly it's like really depraved. It's honestly like someone like wrote like protocols for the elders of Zion, but replaced like Jews with black people, but not all the way too, because like he, that is a very anti-Semitic book too, because like he, uh, he points out that the NAACP was founded by like socialist Jews and like, he doesn't say Jews because, you know, that's really bad. But, like, you look at, like, the people who found it, too. And, like, he focuses on the Jewish people who helped find the NAACP. Of course. He also talks about how BET is uh, mind control. And then he points out Sumner Redstone, who is also a Jewish man. It's it's not great. Like, mm. you read through this and, like, he doesn't – there's a lot of subtext to a lot of things that Purge Owens wrote in that book. And none of it is good. So, yeah, maybe, uh, I mean, Spencer Cox endorsing him, uh, shown his ass a bit, I think. BET is mind control. I didn't. <laughs> what's the most, what's the most recent damn. polling on this? I don't even know. Uh, this got like McAdams up at like four or five. Nice. Okay. So well, it's still within like well, that's the realm the of possibility that. Burgess yeah. owns wins even it, after running like the most McAdams plus four is the most recent one. It's and, been about a, it's and, been over a month since the last poll. And, and it's, Utah it's polling plus four. Yeah, and Utah polling sucks ass. Don't don't ever take it into account mm. or anything because like Dan Jones does a shitty job because their 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 shift on like what their actual like polling is, is always like five. Yeah, I'm I I am curious to see what happens with this, um, but man i it's 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 hilarious that like ben can't even get the endorsement of someone like spencer cox who is like theoretically the entire the person he's trying to appeal to ben mcadams and spencer cox are the same person i know uh-huh like they're the same person like the only difference is like one of them decide like that they could get further in republican politics and the other one decide they get further in democratic politics but their policies are not that far apart from each other and they're just as craven as each other like it's it's the worst. I I hate both of them. I'm like reading through Ben's 
site and uh oh my god like, I, re- I remember when he ran against Mia Love, and like the one of the, th- the headlines I remember the most is, "I'm more pro life than Mia Love is," and oh, no, and Sick. from that point on, it's like, wow, awesome man. He's in all like the dumbest caucuses, like the problem solvers and like the what works caucus, and like the just. And Ugh. this all kind of comes back to the problems with the Democratic Party in general because. You have your most like prominent member, your most prominent Democrat in the state saying the party sucks, saying he doesn't support the party, saying by part or saying partisanship is the problem, which is saying that Democratic ideals are the problem. Yeah. Like you have this is your main spokesman for the party and he and all he does is just take a big shit on you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like think about even for running for president, he endorsed a racist Republican. Yep. (laughs) God, I really hope I, I. I just I can't get over that. Man. I need to. Get, I wish you, you should get over it. You should not get over it. Fucking yeah, Bloomberg. Not. I'll never forgive him for that. When, like, ever. he didn't even need like he didn't even need to give his his. No, he tried to hide endorsement. from endorsement. He could have just gone with the he rest. He could have just kept his fucking mouth shut. Pete. Yeah, he, he could have done Pete. Yeah, he, he could have done Pete, which by the way makes like everyone else look dumb too because it does. Yeah. Just like slightly less dumb because at least Pete is like a good liar. Like Bloomberg is not. At least Pete hasn't done overtly racist things. He's done subtly racist things. (laughs) He can obfuscate it a lot better than Bloomberg did. And um, Bloomberg also, I think, got like smoked on the debate stage right after that Ben McAdams Uh uh, endorsement. So he really tried to hide from that. When Warren just absolutely eviscerated yeah, Warren and uh, Sanders were just like going to town on him. That was a good time. I miss I miss those months. Those were anyway. those were the best times. <clears throat> good times. Back when we, we thought like that, back no when we COVID. thought like Bloomberg God. was going to be the main villain. I'm I'm like I got I boys I got like legitimately claustrophobic thinking about this coming winter and thinking about how much I'm going to be like just inside. I'm like I got like weirdly. I was like thinking about the cold and like the inability to get warm. And I was like thinking about just being in here constantly. And I was like, I don't know if I'm going to leave the apartment for like months. <laughs> I'm, so I'm going to, I'm going to be Jimmy Butler in the bubble Dude. or just, I'm going to be, it's going to be Rocky four. I'm not going <sighs> to shave for months. I've got my home gym. Yeah. There, there's pretty much two options for this winter is you're going to be either Rocky and Rocky four, or you're just going to be Jack Nicholson in the shining. Yeah. That's, and that's really it. I'm feeling, <laughs> let's see, let's see how this, how this goes. Uh, what's Kyle been writing? All work, no play makes Jack a dull boy. Dude, oh, we're going to, okay. Anyway, um, I'm going to beat the shit out of some Russians. <laughs> I'm here for I, it. I really Drago. Um, but yeah, I think that's, uh, that's all we got. Any closing, closing words, my friends. I do have to say that I, as a 35 year old man have not bought an NBA player's Jersey in well over a decade, but I I made an exception this week and bought myself a Jimmy Butler Jersey. I know he, I know the heat went out like Stan Shara. Um, but I had to, because that is a bad, bad man. And I absolutely, I'm going to profess my love for Jimmy Butler on this podcast. He is, Dude, he's, so he's a maniac. 
he is absolutely not in his right mind and he fucking rules. There, there's nothing better in that story of him just going to that Timberwolves practice and taking yes. on like and like just taking over like the the team two against the team one, just like just dis- just destroying the first team and then just like turning to Scott Layton's like you, you fucking, fucking need me. me. Yes. You can't win without me. And just imagine like you he there were three different teams that he was he was on that didn't think that you could build around him. I know. Which just shows that like how many NBA front offices are just dumb as dog shit. I know. Poor guy. But uh he basically uh rubbed it in all their faces and uh he's better for it they're gonna so, be fine. i can't That's wait true. i can't wait till he gets a ring jimmy's gonna get a ring oh he's gonna days. get a ring like like honestly they're gonna hang around the heat if they keep that court together it's gonna hang around for years they're gonna be good yeah they've they've i mean Adebayo is is a transcendent kind of center like that, the perfect kind of big man for the pace and space NBA. Jimmy Butler's a maniac. They've got shooting. They just happen to run into LeBron James. And yep. when you're a team in the East that runs into LeBron James, you're losing six. Yeah. It, Dude. It's, um, <laughs> but I love Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler, come on the pod. Uh, to close this out tonight, someone tweeted, day one of asking Dame Lillard to join the Suns. And he quote tweeted it just barely and said, it's a no for me. <laughs> <laughs> That's so another weird. guy. Oh, no. Dame, Love Dame. Dame is going to stay in Portland forever because he realized if he stays in Portland forever, they're going to build him a statue. Dude, I know. Like, they're going to just... So yeah, that dude never is going to have to pay for anything in that city ever yeah, again. Dame was smart enough because since like going to Weber State, now that like, he knows what it's like to be like a small town legend. So he's just going to keep doing that. Dude, yes, absolutely be that guy. That's way I think that's I mean, so say say for the rest of their careers, Dame stays on Portland and never never wins a title. But say Kyle Kuzma, for example, or Danny Green. Well, I think Danny Green has a title already with Toronto, but uh Kyle Danny Kuzma, Green has three with three different teams. He won with the right. Spurs. I forgot and- about the Spurs. What was it? Was that 2014? Yeah, I think so. And then the, he, the Kawhi yeah. Leonard year. Um, Three-time yeah, NBA champion, Danny Green. But uh, so say Kyle Kuzma spends the rest of his year in, or his career in mediocrity playing. Like who's going to have, uh, who's going to look back at their careers being more happy with? I think it's going to be Dame sticking with the, oh, with the Blazers. by far. I mean, the yeah. problem with like Even the Lakers or with the Celtics or any team like that is you can win championships with those teams. But you're not going to come anywhere close to like the lexicon of like yeah. of talent that went through those places too. Because no matter what's like, yeah, he's good. He's not Kareem. He's not yeah, magic. Exactly. Who's going to remember Jerry that Jared West? Dudley has a fucking title? Like no one cares. No. Jared Dudley's going to remember. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, he's going to have the ring. He's going to be very excited about that. That's about it. But yeah, like yeah. You, I, I think like if you're like a if you're like a talent that's like that just makes a small small market team that much better you stay there forever because they will just, they will just make you King. Like, yes, I think, sir. I think that's kind of what Mitchell wants to do too. And honestly, that's, I hope so. that's the best I hope move so. you can do. God, I, so I hope, I hope all that talked, you know, in previous podcasts where we said that he was leaving. I hope that we end up being super wrong. I will I happily so. eat crow. Yeah. I would, re- I, I mean, speaking as a basketball professional myself, I would way rather have a personal legacy in a city than like be a, 
just a semi role player on a on a Lakers team that wins a title. Like it's that doesn't I don't know. I mean, I, I would way rather have that like connection with the city. I think that's cooler. But I mean, like Carl yeah. Malone and John Stockton come back to Salt Lake City anytime, and just like everyone would freak the fuck out. I know. Exactly. Bro, shit, Carl, like, can I buy Utah's you a drink? don't even give a shit that Carl Malone's a rapist. Yeah, yeah, that's how much they love him. They don't him. really think about that too. Like they build him a statue and everything too, and it's like yeah. oh, that's common knowledge that you're also like a deadbeat dad too. But um, anyway, yep. here's a statue. All it's right. just the part of the game, I guess. But yeah, um, uh, I think that's it for tonight. It's been it's been a pleasure, and uh, we will catch you all next week. Vote or die. I Bye. love you all. It's raining and the wind is ruthless. It's raining and the wind is ruthless. It's raining and the wind is ruthless. I'm old and cold and tired and useless and toothless, but I'll get by with a little bit of you. Alcohol, tobacco, caffeine, ephedrine, and orange juice. Dreaming, but I'll get by with, with a little bit of you.